should we go just back and forth? Like, doesn't matter if it's male or female, we'll just go down the list. Or should we go all women first, all men first? And then, I mean, kind of, I don't know. I was just asking your guys' opinion. I, I think we should keep the sexes. Keep, separate them together? Yeah. Separate, separate them separate together. together. <laughs> what the fuck? Jeez, jeez, jeez. Neither, neither of you were helpful. Josh <laughs> said keep the sexes, which doesn't answer the question. And you said separate them together. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do right now. What's the right cool. answer? Do you want me to say Let's the do two women first. at the same time? Do you want me to be like Cam Tony? <laughs> So we, we have to make couples names for each male, female, and then you have to figure out who they are. Pam. <laughs> who is that? All right, I'm going to go get some water, then we're going to start all over. I'll be no, right back. No, I already got to take a break. <laughs> Nolly. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> you should be. That was a horrible answer. Like that gave us no direction. We just flip a coin and see if we fucking keep a mixed or just separate them. What's it your was, thoughts? I don't know. It was it was one fewer direction than Harry Styles has. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Don't edit any of this part out. It'll probably be the opening. Yeah, it probably will. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Fandoms Trash Talk Roundtable. Uh, today, because we're in the offseason, we already know what happened with All-Stars 2. We know what happened with 37. It's long gone. We're, like I said, in the offseason, the lull in between, and we have nothing else to talk about but debate shit that we always debate. So, figured we'd take it from the group directly to the podcast. And today's debate is which bets in the challenge that have never won a final should have won a final or that we think should have won a final. Yeah. So we're going to come up with a list of five men, five women. We're going to go with a roundabout fucking way that we barely discussed talking about, <laughs> and we're going to get to an answer. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. So <laughs> with that being said, once again, my name's Rick Hayes. Got my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes right here. We've got the one, the only, the statistician, Tony Lance. I just went really dead on that. Sorry. <laughs> and then we got Josh motherfucking Chambers. I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to start off with women first, and we're going to go with Karina. She's going to throw out the first woman, and then we're going to debate if she sh that woman should be in our top five. We think they should win or they deserve a win, however you want to fucking say it. All right. So what I pretty much did is I just kind of wrote down a list of, you know, vets who are well loved throughout the fandom um, that we've seen mentioned over and over and over again, you know, as far as like that fans would want to see them win or think that they're capable of winning. And so the first one that I have on my list um, is Nani. So what does everybody think about Nani? Okay. No offenses. It's like Nani's been around forever. Um, she's, she's, had been on good alliances. Um, that's truly what's helped her. I believe every single time to make it to a final, if it, if it was ever completely on your own, I don't think we see her in a final. Um, do I think that she deserves to be in a top five to, to never have won? 
Absolutely not. That's just my honest opinion. I think she's truly benefited from the people around her. She's got an amazing social game. She honestly has been doing better more recently as far as like getting to finals and doing better in finals. I don't know whether that's to do with necessarily that she's improving physically, but she's definitely kind of honing the social game a lot more than when it was more of a party show where it's much more competition based. She seems to be adapting. It's just a bit more of a slower curve. I'd like to see her come back for another season as it stands right now. I don't necessarily think she's one of the greatest to never win. I think she's become a staple of the show and I think she's great on the show, but I, I don't know if I would necessarily put her right up there at this point. Um, I think that she is really good for the show. I think she brings, you know, that extra little bit of spiciness, especially when, you know, there's any kind of like cup of noodles involved, you know, (laughs) but um, overall, I think that Nani is just comfortable. You know what I mean? She's she's comfortable for the fans. Um, She's comfortable for the people in the house. You know, like you said, she's she's been around for a really long time, so you know, and she's easy to relate to because she's had such a has just ridden this wave in her life. And so there's a lot of things she's been through that's that's really relatable on the fan base and for obviously people in the house, too. And so I think that that's a big thing that contributes to, like you said, her having a really solid social game and making it far. Um, I mean, with that being said, I do know that, like, you know, in free agents, she did well. She lost to Laurel by like, it was like seven minutes or 11 minutes or something like that, which is really impressive. Um, You know, and I think that that was one of her best showings and I haven't really seen that type of a performance from her since then. So it kind of makes me wonder, you know, like what happened to that fire in her that got her through that final and almost beat Laurel. But then again, you also, I guess, have to factor in that Laura was held back by the issue with Zach. So, you know, that's kind of hard to tell as well. This is a hard one for me because I think it's one of those situations where I have to separate who do I think is good for the show and who do I think is a good enough player that could actually compete for a win on a season season by season basis and just hasn't, you know, luck hasn't fallen on their side. And so just kind of looking at the numbers Nani's done 11 seasons. She's made three finals, which one was free agents. And then the last two seasons, uh, double agents and spies, lies and allies in that time in 11 seasons, she's won 30 dailies. And that averages out to what three dailies a year, but how many dailies did she win this year with Emerald alone? Right. And then paired up with Logan, right? Right. And then last but not least, out of eliminations, and I know you've got this down, Tony, she's four and 10. So in 14 eliminations, she's won four. That is, uh, you know, that's just, to me, as much as I like Nani, I can't put her on my list of most deserving. We took polls all day before we started recording, and Nani was actually named quite a bit. She wasn't one of the top three, um, but she was named a few times. But I do think that, again, that that's just kind of her connection with the fan base is that people want to see her win because she's been there for so long. Um, But I think, like Rick said, you kind of have to separate that and break down would she be capable of winning. So with that being said, 
Ah. Ah. No. Um, I think we're all in agreement. Uh, as much as we all like Nani, and even of us, even some of us might like and love Nani, she's just not going to make our list the most deserving. So, The next one that I actually have written down is another kind of controversial one. I see this one named a lot, like people want to see her win. Um, but again, it's kind of comes down to, is that capability there? And this one is Anissa. And this one is a huge controversy throughout the fandom. So I'm really excited to see what you guys think. Josh, you're huffing and puffing over there already. What do you think? Let's start with you. Well, I was, as we were talking about Nani and about how long she's been here, I'm like, Anissa's been here 20 seasons. And she she did All Stars uh, one as well. Do I think she deserves to win one? Absolutely. Do I think she can still win one now? I think she has a better chance of winning All Stars than she does the flagship. With that being said, she is training right now. She's putting a lot of work on a daily basis. I'm seeing her post, so that fire is still there. And I think if the right situation comes along, sad to say, it's going to have, I think it's going to have to be like a team type win. I think they have to go back to like a cutthroat, good guys versus bad guys sort of thing, new blood versus old blood. Yeah. Um, And in order for her to actually get that win before it's all said and done eliminations, she's, she's good. She's, I think without even looking at numbers, I'm, pretty close i'd say she's about 50 percent, if not 60 i think she's like 10 and 12 or something like that tony do you have that one down oh, yeah she's uh eight. she's 110 lost 11 so it's like right see right on the cusp yeah well i can guess yeah. so it's um, super impressive but yeah. and i think she's been in the most eliminations right doesn't she hold the record for women like yeah. for, on the women's side yeah, for something like that eliminations crazy yeah she's been in the most eliminations and i think kara but... holds the record for most elimination wins for women i think i'm not 100 percent sure on that i know she did hold the record at some point but i don't know if she still does so. uh, let's mm. go ahead and check but i think hers was something like 10 wins or 11 wins or something like that yeah, so Kara is almost there. Like, if Kara does another season and goes down a couple times, she's been in 19 eliminations, uh, but she has won 13 and only lost six. That's what it was, 13. Okay. Yeah, and I think okay. all those six are probably, you know, fairly early in her career. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she lost one with a broken wrist, so, you know, that's yeah. fair. Um, but anyway, so... It was so... against Laurel. She was going to lose anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, was, I was giving her some hype. You know, like, Laurel is, I think, Kara's kryptonite. Like, no no diss against Kara at all. At all. But yeah. I think, I think like, that's that one person that could probably always take Kara. Everybody has their kryptonite. Yeah, know. I think that's it. But anyways, sorry for interrupting. So Back to Anissa. Anissa, Josh. In, in her time on the show, she has definitely deserved a win. I have to probably put her... It's still early. So I, when they're at two, It's still early. I, I put it... I'd I, I, I say to put her at three. Okay. okay. I like it. I like it. Okay, Tony, you're up. Anissa, is she in for you? If, you, if so, why? If not, tell us why. I'm honestly going to echo a lot of what Josh said, which is in direct contrast to last week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like I, I came into the show liking Anissa and I've going back and forth between seasons have really enjoyed seeing her progress. The last few seasons have been like a very marked progression and in the off season, like, you know, that she's training, she knows what she needs to do. And it's not about getting by on the fact that she's Anissa. 
she's now looking to fill those gaps where she knows that endurance is an issue. So now she's running, like she's doing all of the things that she needs to do. So for that alone, she's absolutely on my list. I am also going to put her in at three with the possibility of moving that around a little bit, um, depending on how the rest of the conversation goes. But yeah. So, I mean, I'm, this one I do struggle with because again, I think that this is another situation kind of like Nani where, um, and kind of like what Josh said, you know, is that I could see her winning on all stars, um, on the flagship show. I see it being a little bit more difficult unless she's on like a really good team, um, or has a, you know, a really solid partner to help carry her through one that, you know, is really supportive, um, in the right kind of way, you know? And so, and that's just always such a hard combination to count on in the challenge, but at the same time, like it's hard to ignore her elimination wins. It's hard to ignore the fact that majority of the seasons that she's on, she does really well all season. And then it's like the last elimination right before the final uh, that she just gets thrown into and sacrificed and she ends up losing, you know, and it's, and it's, it's usually something really stupid. It's just, it's really hard. So, I mean, yes, I am going to put Anissa on my list. However, I'm not going to put her as high as everybody else. I'm going to, I'm actually going to start her in my number five spot. Uh, for the women just because, and and again, I may move that around, um, but I just, I'm going to start her there just because I am so much on the line about it. And I'm so like, I'm still kind of conflicted, even though I've been thinking about this for like a week now, I'm going to go ahead and just slip her right into my number five spot. Okay. So here's where I'm kind of conflicted. So this plays on two very core arguments to this debate to me. One is how good are they? Like, where do we rank them in top women all time, right? And to me, Anissa is either right there at that Mount Rushmore or right before it. And so to say that she's not ranking relatively high in our most deserving to win kind of surprises me a little bit, right? Like, she's making the list, but it's all, like, kind of bottom of the list. And as much as I want to sit here and put her higher, I'm not. I'm going to put her at about a four. Um, And the reason I'm going to do that is – I might move her just depending on the names that are coming up next. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't have them memorized, but I'm going to put her out of four with an option to move her up because in her earlier seasons, I feel like if she goes against anyone in the duel and that fucking elimination is they both have to lift it. She beats everybody there. Okay. She goes into a pole wrestle. She beats anyone there. And that includes Jody. And she gets yep. in that final instead of Jody and has to go against Svetlana. I think she wins that and her and Wes win. So it's so on the fence for me. And like, if we were talking, you know, she did like four more seasons after that and got to another final and didn't win. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. But because of the last six, seven seasons that she's done, it's like, it's really hard to put her there. So number four for me for a long winded answer. I like it. I like it. Okay. So the next person uh, that I wanted to, talk about because again i'm just kind of getting some of the controversial players out of the way first uh just because i don't know i just think it'd be more fun that way agreed um (laughs) so the next one is actually um i think is actually surprisingly really controversial i was really surprised to see this person submitted by the fandom um i didn't even originally have this person even written down as like a vet who plays the game super well and should have won um, but Jemmy, 
She is so messy. I, 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 she's nowhere near my list. She, she wouldn't even be in my top 20, 25, 30. So when I did this list, I did vets to never win as one section. I did vets that I want to see come back because I think they could conceivably take a win. They just haven't, we haven't seen them in a while. So I don't know how they factor into how the game works now. And then I had a third section that's called just comma, no period. <laughs> Jemmy's on that list. I was going to say, I bet Jemmy's on that last list. Um, she is. <laughs> she's got company, but she's there. Thank you for, you know, having entertaining confessionals and for having the right mindset for what happened with Leroy when it gonna, happened. I was going to say um, that was the one time that I saw her actually be like a really sincerely good person. Was the situation with Leroy? So definitely shout I'm, out to her. I mean, yeah. I'm sure she has more, but you know. But just what we've seen. So like, we can only base this off of what we've seen, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, so my answer is no. Next, yeah. <laughs> okay, so next on the list, um, and I'm 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 pretty conflicted about this one. I'm I'm curious to see where you guys sit with this. Um, but somebody suggested Sylvia, and I'm guessing that this is based off of. Um, her partnership with Joss and making it to the final and all of that. Josh over here is giving us all kinds of dirty looks. Um, so let's start there, Josh. What are you, what do you think about Sylvia? That's going to be a no for me, but no, um, she's had some great moments. She's part of lavender ladies. I don't necessarily think that helped her in her political game in any way, shape or form. Uh, she locked out getting Josh. Um, they could have, they could have, they could have won that final. She had her chance. She had her opportunity. She let her partner ruin that game for her. Yep. So she deserved to lose and she deserves not to be on my top five list ever. <laughs> um, the only thing she's good for is to pop a quarter into Joss to let him talk. Yeah. I mean, being, Part of the Lavender Ladies, to me, is a detriment more than an asset because they were one of the most annoying alliances to me up there. I say up there with Team Youngbug, but I actually like Nelson and Corey. I just don't like Hunter. So not a fan of the Lavender Ladies. I was sort of lukewarm on Sylvia from the beginning. So she didn't really do anything to make me dislike her anymore. She didn't do anything to endear herself to me. So top five spot you do not get. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same. Um, honestly, I was never a fan of Sylvia. I didn't like her from the very start. I didn't like the way she played the game. Um, that whole thing on invasions with, you know, she came in with Tony and all of them and then just switched alliances after, you know, after she'd known these people for like two days, it just, it really rubbed me wrong from the very beginning. And so I've never really been a Sylvia fan you know, plus there was like that whole issue with like her and Marie and like, I'm a huge Marie fan. Um, and so, you know, like that rubbed me wrong, you know? Okay. So I'm actually on the fence with us. And the only reason I'm saying that is compared to the other two people that I put on my no list so far, she's done three seasons, one, three daily. So one, a, one a season, not fantastic, but not horrible, better than some people. So I'll yeah. give her that. Doggy, yeah. But the big thing is, is she's been to six eliminations. So that's two per season. And her record in that is five wins with one loss. So if it wasn't for, I believe, a sickness on Vendetta's, 
she might have gone even further in that game, maybe given an opportunity to get to another final and not win, but still that'd be two finals in three years. I know I'm throwing a lot of ifs out there, but I'm trying to rationalize putting her at at five for me. So, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go five with an option to boot her if somebody better comes along. Okay. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, her elimination record, when you break it down like that, her elimination record is, is impressive, you know, and I immediately think to that, that oil one that she had with Melissa. Mm, where yeah, they, me too. Oh my God. You guys are children. We, we can keep talking about you, it though. You keep mean when she, she beat a pregnant woman? <laughs> she wasn't pregnant then. She wasn't? Melissa wasn't pregnant that season. What season was that? That was final reckoning. Oh Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> she beat a pregnant woman. She beat up a blind chick. <laughs> she beat her with a stick. She beat her with her own cane. <laughs> Jesus. No, but it, it was actually really, I don't know. I liked that elimination. They went yeah, hard at each other. Like, they were ripping each other's hair out. They were, like, kneeing each other in the, like... Lower yes. region, like it, they were rough. going freaking crazy on each other. I'm just saying, like, they could bring that elimination back for the girls again. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I mean, like, do it for the guys too. I want the women to get lots of entertainment, but just say, bring it back and bring it back. Let's go run it back. Maybe one put more. some rules on it. Uh. I don't know, maybe. All right, so <laughs> who's the next girl we got for this um, debate? All right, so the next girl on my list, ironically, is actually Marie. I like Marie. I'm a Marie fan. I mean, just most recently we're talking about the final that they ran against uh, Joss and Sylvia where she was with Cara and they're over there like drinking wine and chilling and talking smack about everybody still standing up on that. That was like one of my favorite moments. And she had that with Cara. Do I think she deserves to be on my list? I mean, she's entertaining. Um, Do I think she can, she win a final on her own? Possibly if depending on what was involved in the final, but without having her numbers in front of me, I she'd be at the cusp of the list, uh, but not making it in the top five. But she's she's right there. Same. Um, she's like I'm a big Marie fan as well. She's an absolute riot and totally unfiltered, um, but in like a good way. Versus some other people that we've spoken about already who aren't. Her energy is needed on the show. I would love to see Marie come back. I would love to see her on all stars in that all stars house because the vibe is totally different. And I think that she can absolutely thrive. I especially want to see her in the all stars house. If Brad is also there. Yes. With pizza. Please. Exactly. Yes. We need a pizza themed room just for Marie. Pizza blankets. (laughs) Wallpaper, the walls and pepperoni pillows. Yes. We go, we go from salad to pizza. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. Put but, Ayana in there and do a Greek salad room. Right. <laughs> she's so she's not on my top five, but I absolutely adore her and I want to see her back on the show. So that's one of those instances where I have that sort of secondary list of people that I just I want to see back to see how they perform. And also just because I feel that that personality type isn't featured right now. Right. There isn't a Marie like of this next batch of players, and there wasn't a Marie archetype that was carried forward. No, nope. there like that is actually a personality type that's missing from the show right now. Agreed. Yes, and I I love the way that you said that. Like there was no there was no Marie in the new batch. You know what I mean? Like we got the Johnny Bananas type, we got the West types, we got the CT wannabes. 
you know, but we even got the, you know, people being compared to Kara, you know, we have all of that, but there is nobody like Marie. And, and I think that's the problem with filling that role is there really is just nobody else like Marie. Like she's just one of those people that's one in a million, you know, it's lightning striking and she is so much fun. Um, but I do have to agree with you guys. I've literally been fighting myself trying to find a, a way to like sneak her onto my list because I love Marie so damn much and I want her on my list, but when I really break it down and I think about it, I just don't think that, you know, she would rank high enough to be over some of these other girls that we're going to talk about. Um, and so it's difficult for me to put her on my list, but kind of, kind of like what Josh said, she's right there, like on the cusp. I definitely would love to see her come back. I don't care if it's flagship. I don't care if it's all stars. I don't care if they make a, you know, another like, spin off like champs for stars and she comes on there i don't care i just want to see marie on my tv and you know what actually now that we're talking about it she had recently made a post within the last month that she accepted her like dream job offer so i'm not sure what it is but i'm excited to see what is you know what she's going to be doing moving forward i hope that doesn't keep her off of our tv screens um but even if it does you know wish her well and happy that you know she's she's getting to do what she's always wanted to do um but i really 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 hope we get to see her again someday i can't really say anything more than what's already been said about marie she's fucking awesome bring her back on tv unfortunately i can't add her to my list especially with knowing some of the names that are going to come up. I love you, Marie. Please come back to us. <laughs> um, so kind of moving from Marie, uh, this was actually one of the people who has actually beaten Marie in an elimination. And rumor has it that we will actually be seeing this girl on All Stars 3. And some of the fans are not happy because they don't think that she should be considered an all-star and that she should be on the all-star show considering that she is like a newer school player. And that is going to be Miss Kayla. Um, I'm going to start off and I'm just going to say that like, I started out not really liking Kayla at all. Like I couldn't, I didn't like her attitude. Um, I didn't really like the way that she was like playing the game. I thought it was just really like sloppy. And then I don't know why, but then like, I met Amanda and for some reason I continued to like compare these two to each other. And it kind of became like a, well, Kayla's not as bad as Amanda. So like, I kind of have to like her a little bit more. <laughs> so I do like Kayla and I do think that she is a physical um, competitor. And I do think that she would have a chance to, win a final, um, especially, you know, on something like All-Stars. I don't know how I feel about her being on All-Stars. I'm not sure that I agree with that, but I could definitely see her winning a final. However, I still am not going to put her on my list just because like, I don't feel like I've seen enough from her to say that she's like a vet who has proved that she has enough to complete a final. Look, I'm going to keep this kind of short and sweet. Um, looking at Kayla's numbers is much as I want to be like, dude, if she got into a final and she just had to run and not solve puzzles, like she got paired up with CT, could she win? Yes. If she went into an elimination against Anissa, do I think she could have beat Anissa in an elimination? 
maybe one one type of elimination out of all of them. Like, I don't think she's beaten her in a puzzle. I don't think she's beaten her in like a pole wrestle no, or a, a balls in mm-hmm. or anything like where it's physical. Super physical, yeah, no. And then taking a look at that, looking at her eliminations, she has been in six, but she's four and two. Sylvia's five and one. And when I really think about it, I think Sylvia could fucking take Kayla. So I see that, yeah. As much as I think Kayla could win one, she's not on my list. When she first started, she was much more drama than she was competition. And as we got closer to present day, it started to shift a little bit, but then we haven't seen her since total madness. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what she's capable of now. Am I interested to see how she does on like an all-stars type of scenario? Sure. Do I think she has like the qualifications to be considered an all-star? Not necessarily, but the term all-star has also been thrown around the same way that the term rookie has been thrown around where it doesn't really mean what you think it means. She's not on my, my top five list. I also struggled with people who were DQ'd for physical altercations because sportsmanship, whether it's a sport or not, is still part of the thing. So it kind of pisses me off when people do stuff like that. And it is reflected on like Corey and Nelson and people like that as well. So it's not just specifically Kayla, but she's not on my top five. Do I think that she can do really well? Like, I think that she has the potential. I like Kayla. Um, again, I'm, oh, we know you like Kayla. From the beginning, she she got better. She had she had a rough season the first. Um, <laughs> I like puts a plastic sheet over her bed. Oh, okay. So, I uh, just want to take note on what Tony said about that physical elimination. Just my views, I 100% do not disagree with her reaction to that. When you sit there and you tell somebody 10 times to please leave and then they yeah. get in your face, sorry. <laughs> but, but yeah, M- Melissa kind of had that coming. But, you know, Melissa, both of them are high strong. So, right. you know, it, it was going to happen if it kept going. <laughs> um, do I want to see her on All-Stars? Absolutely. Uh, All-Stars is right now i think a tougher competition than the flagship is she in my top five no she's not does she have potential to get there if she keeps going do you mind if i take the the privilege of announcing the next person sure who are are you going with next i'm gonna go ahead and go uh with amanda garcia next and just to kind of give you guys a breakdown because i know she is very entertaining and she has quite a bit of fans she's been on six seasons has 10 daily wins, which is pretty good. I'm that's that's yeah. pretty good for six seasons. Seven eliminations with two wins, five losses. Uh, she had one redemption challenge, which she lost as well by getting kicked in the face she, off a fucking yeah. platform by Barbie Beast. Yeah, so yeah, she did. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and go first, and I'm gonna say no. Um, <laughs> She has her place on the show, but not on this list. So, as you all know, I was a fan of Amanda. Was. I say was. This season kind of did it in for me. And it wasn't just what she did on the season. It was on the season and then on social media. And the reunion was even worse. That was the Amanda show. Had absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the people except for what Amanda was involved with them. That was the worst reunion show I have ever seen. 
does she deserve to be on anyone's top five list? Not on the top five to never won the challenge. No. Yeah. <laughs> Other list, maybe. Um, but yeah, there's there's just there's no place for her. She'll she'll never be on the list, no matter how long she goes. She could be on the top five most deserving of a callback because I think she brings a certain animosity and conflict into the house that's needed at times, yeah. especially in seasons like we just had. True. It would have been a very dry season without her, you know, stirring Absolutely. shit up and especially her all her issues with Tori. Yeah. So so I, her you know, one sided issues. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give her that. But no uh, yeah no i i feel the same you guys know i don't like amanda um i never once for one second considered her putting her on my list i don't like the way she plays i don't think that she is as like physically capable or even socially capable as people think i th- i think that amanda gets held on to in the game because people know that she will be easy to be at the end and it's not even about her having a good social game or having a bunch of friends because most of the challengers talk shit about her in their confessionals. Like nobody even likes being in the house with her. So, you know, to me that says a lot because even like when you look at players like Josh, right? Like the fan base talks about, Oh, you know, he's just a cry baby. All he does is cry, 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 cry. But all the challengers say that's completely not true. And that's just the edit and the way that the production likes to paint him, but he's actually, you know, complete a completely different kind of guy. But when you see somebody like Amanda acting the way she is and then every all the challenges are like, yeah, that's just how she is. Then it's like, OK, that's just how she is. And I just can't vibe on that level. Um, so, no, she's not on my list. She's nowhere near my list. And I just I don't see her ever being a challenge champion. I'm going to step in and defend Amanda here because, Josh, as you were saying, like she's very vocal on social media. And like the reunion, she was very upfront about everything possible. But then like Karina said as well, and the same as Rick, like she has that certain personality and really she's just trying to get a call back. But in reality, no, not at all. She's on my just comma, no period list. Um, One of the stats, one of the stats that you missed, Rick, is actually my favorite. She has the female record for most seasons played without making a final. Well, well known. Well, known. maybe most deserving to try to run in the final, but not Um, not most deserving to win. No, no. The first part where I said I'm going to defend Amanda was sarcasm and I don't want to defend Amanda um, (laughs) at all because I don't like Amanda and I never have. And I don't see that changing. Quick question. Is Amanda above or below Jemmy on the no dot? no period list alphabetically she's above the way that i the way that i wrote it she's in the middle i was taking names from karina's list and just putting them in as they showed how they came right yeah Yeah. okay fair enough so there's no rhyme or reason just now yeah just when you're in just comma no period you're a collective i just like to think of it like if we get one more in there for tony he's got a troika He's got a troika. Oh, I have a troika of just comma no period. I love it. I'm that like you put those three together. They don't win a final. And so. just for Josh, I kept the sexes. So there, the there sexes. is there is a, a gentleman in the just comma no period section. Ooh, I'm excited to get to them. 
Okay, so the next girl that I have written down here on my list um, is Teresa. I do want to start with Tony because I know Tony holds a little animosity towards Teresa for completely roundhousing Jay's game on double agents. So, Tony, let's start with you. What do you think about Teresa? The first note that I have next to Teresa is messed with Jay's game. <laughs> so... <laughs> I knew it. Jay got Jay. Like, I think Jay and Kahata are in like contention for most boned by the challenge in being able to like play a full season. Teresa did not help the issue. I was, she's another one that I was sort of lukewarm on, like all throughout her being around. She's not really my cup of tea. I understand why the people who like her do um i just i've just never really connected with her so she's made it to one final but that was the final where she was actually a replacement so she had already been eliminated by that point so as as much as she was in the final i don't know that i necessarily consider that getting to a final so for that reason i'd like to see her on like all stars or something like that because i'd like to see how she does with that mix of people, because it seems like all stars is a really good mix of old and new. Right. I don't know if her gameplay works in the new challenge. Right. And I, I think that her last outing was a testament to that. Yeah. So I'm going to keep her off of my top five, but I would not be upset to see her on all stars as long as she's not paired with Jay. Right. I was going to say, look, you said something nice about her. <laughs> With a caveat. <laughs> right. <laughs> she definitely deserves to be on All-Stars. <laughs> I saw Rick's reactions like, where's he going with this? But yeah, um, deserving to win a final. She she has no political game still. She, yeah. She'd she been away for a while. She could have like watched the current seasons. Um, it was obvious that she didn't. She went in there blind thinking that she could still run stuff. And when she had her moment to shine, it did not go her way at all in any way, shape or form. The I've never, I mean, I can't say never because we have seen a house turn on somebody that quick before, but that is quick to just yes. be like one day. Oh yeah. You're number one. You're going to be gone soon. I'm just sitting there looking at Jay like, and then you see Jay's like, I've beaten CT in an elimination and now I have this. Yeah. Oh God. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I can put her on my list with, with knowing everything about her and how she plays the game. Yeah. She's not in my top five, but there's, there's a chance for her in all stars. Obviously. Look, I can't really say much about Teresa that hasn't already been said. Um, she's done seven seasons over, quite a few years and her games never evolved it's the same fucking game she's yeah. played on fresh meat which is we know you can run and you can shoot the J, but you can't play fucking politically you can't build alliances you can't maintain alliances you can't fucking maintain trust no get yeah. the fuck out you're on my just comma no period list with fucking jemmy and amanda the holy fucking, or I should say, the hellbound trinity. <laughs> I'm Kim, girls. I love y'all. Damn. But no, nah, y'all make my list. Yeah, I don't feel that heavily against Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, yeah, I, I can't add much more. Same, same thing here. She's not on my list. 
I never really was a big fan of Teresa. I think that the best thing that ever came out of Teresa, actually, there were two things that I did enjoy with her. One of them was that elimination that she did with Nani when they were like wrestling around in that like mud pit thing on, I want to say it was like X's. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Like they went at each other. Um, And then the other thing is her strip basketball game with CT. And the only reason that I think that, um, you know, that I even want to give her credit for that is because she created a situation in which all of us got to see CT stripped down to his underwear. And we just have to, you know, we just, I just got to be thankful to her for that. Um, You know, but other than that, she just, she serves no purpose in my opinion. Damn. (laughs) Hot fire. So no. Okay. Well, shit. Look, we're we're all in agreement. None of us have gotten to a debate. So let's get into the hot sauce. What yeah, we got next? So we kind of just kind of peeled back all the layers, and now we're gonna get into the into the into the fun ones, the meat and potatoes. So let's start off. This one is actually one of my favorites, and I'm just gonna start this off by saying she's absolutely on my list, and I I am just waiting for the day. Um, but Kellyanne, let's talk about Kelly Ann. So Josh, you are on mute just so you know, I don't know if you know, but <laughs> good. That was probably good for that moment. <laughs> so you guys already know, I love Kellyanne. She's yes. had some very memorable moments. What was it? Dirty laundry. Was that the yes. name of the, when they were doing the poll thing? <laughs> right. When you have Ashley. Oh, yeah. Ashley having an O on the freaking yeah. challenge. <laughs> on yeah. TV. So <laughs> she's, she's had some moments. It was, she's on All-Stars. We, we know she can still compete. She's definitely up there. She's, she's on my top five. She's, she's definitely got a political game. She's got people that, that still love her in the game. There's, still, there's people that are like, no, I don't like you. But it's because they can, she can beat you. Right. And if that's the only reason you really don't like Kellyanne, this is more about you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and Kellyanne. Yeah. But so I'm going to put her at, I got to put her at four. Like I said, I, I, I started this off by saying she was absolutely on my list. I actually have Kellyanne at number three. I love her. I have. I've been a fan of Kellyanne since like day one with her. Um, but especially in these later years, especially since she's come back on all stars, it was really, really fun to see her. Um, I can't wait to see her again. I really want her to get a win. I'm always rooting for her. Like if she's on the show, she's my number one girl. I don't care who else is on the show. She's my number one girl. I love Kellyanne. So I'm going to put her at number three on my overall list um, with ability to move her, but I don't think I'm going to be moving her. I think she's going to stay at number three. So I'm going to go look at paper and on paper, <laughs> Kellyanne's done four seasons, the Island, the runes battle, the bloodlines and rivals three. She's only made the final in the runes. Now she did make the finals in all stars two or all stars one and had an impressive showing in that final daily wins in four seasons. One eliminations five and three fairly good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm on the fence on this one. I'm going to put her at a maybe, uh, she's right now tied with Sylvia with me at five with the option of one of them getting bumped off. I just haven't decided yet. She's not my favorite, but I don't dislike her either. So hmm. that's just where she kind of lies for me. <laughs> Sorry. You know, Josh and I are like, 
Well, you guys can be mad at me all you want. It's just it, she doesn't resonate with me. I'm sorry. Not every single fucking person on the challenge is going to resonate one way or the other. I'm just other. saying, did you even watch that final on Ruins? Just saying. Like, I know she didn't win, but that shit was impressive because it was her. And who was she? Her and Sarah, right? Sarah Rice? Uh, was that yeah. the one that it was her and Sarah Rice? Like, and yeah, I know they didn't win. Hold, Look who hold, they hold were on. going up against, too, though. Hold on. We debated. We were debating about this last week, and Josh specifically said that Kellyanne cost Sarah no, Rice the I win. I said that. Oh, and you yes, said that? Yes, yeah, she, she did because she couldn't complete the last checkpoint. But I'm just saying, like, they were kicking everybody's ass until they got to this, like, I don't actually know what it was. But it was something really stupid um, that she couldn't complete at the very end of the final. But, like, the whole time they were kicking the, the champion's ass. Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't agree with that placement personally, but I'll I'll let you have your opinion. I'm just saying elimination beat Nelson and Amanda with Jamie lost to Wes and Nani. Yeah, but it's Wes. Okay. And it was that that blindfold soccer. Beat Nani, beat Nani, lost to Jenna. She did beat Evelyn. That's a big fucking notch in the belt. Yeah. Did beat Veronica, another yeah. notch in the belt. Like she's had some, and that's the thing. Everybody she's gone into, she's never gone into an elimination against a slouch. Like even Jenna is, she's known as Barbie, Barbie beast. Yeah, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like she's no slouch in eliminations. You think she beats Anissa? I'm not. Why is Anissa like our measuring stick tonight? What happened? What, why is that? Because we haven't gotten to the big. Is that because yet. she's our she's on all of our lists so far? Yeah. I don't know. I think that it depends. You know what I mean? Like because I think that Kellyanne is one of those people where like she's capable of a lot more than people think, or and even than than she thinks, and she's proved that numerous times, in my opinion. I'm just going to piss you guys off because I'm actually going to abstain from weighing in because I don't really. I don't remember enough of her outings to form an opinion beyond looking her up online. And I didn't feel right. like that was doing her a service considering I know that she's a good player. Right. So I was just like, you know what? There's one out of this entire list that I'm going to take a back seat on. And yeah. that's going to be this one. Okay. That's fair. Going from there, the next person that I have on my list, ironically, is Jenna. Uh, Jenna is definitely on my list. I don't even have to look on paper, but I know out of the girls we've talked about, other than maybe Anissa, her stats on paper alone are probably the strongest as far as appearances. Yeah, probably. Um, and finals. Um, well, let's turn to our stat guy. What's, yeah, what's well, her stats got... look like? So she's got eight seasons, three finals eight dailies so one daily a season um and her eliminations she's won six out of the nine and as far as the finals she placed third third and second so the first one that she placed third was all on not survivor jay dude couldn't survive getting his way out of a wet paper bag (laughs) so i can't really hold that one against her yeah i don't know how well she would have done with a different partner but she would have done better yeah yeah, I mean, Jenna's on my list based on what Tony just told me. I'm putting her at number three. Nice. I like it. Jenna is also on my list, and I think this is actually going to be the first time that I make a bump. And even though I just put Kellyanne at number three, I'm actually going to go ahead because I forgot that I had um, that we were even going to discuss Jenna. I don't know why I forgot because I knew that she was going to be towards the top of my list. Um, Barbie Beast, man. Barbie Beast all day. She honestly should be on the damn list just for what she did to Amanda. 
in that redemption challenge on dirty 30 by freaking kicking her off that thing. She was the only person who did not get wet in that redemption challenge. And that was impressive. And I loved what she did to Amanda. That just made me like even more of a Jenna fan. So, you know, but she's had really great eliminations against other people. She's competed well. And even like, even when she's not winning daily challenges, it's not like she's constantly coming in the bottom. Right. You know what I mean? She's usually somewhere towards the top or kind of in the upper middle portion of the, of the pack. So, I mean, I definitely am here for Jenna. I'm going to bump uh, Kellyanne down to four and I'm going to put Jenna at number three on my list. I'm already going to have to move my list around because I already know names that we haven't gotten to. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh crap. (laughs) But um, when you talk about Barbie beast, she's been partnered with some, unskilled unmatched experience or level players and still performed and still found ways to win does she deserve to be on the top five yes and if you don't have her on your top five of not one yet there's something wrong she's been not only that she's been held back mentally um by zach we've seen her at times where multiple times uh when she calls him and he calls her by the wrong name or he's telling her to come home because of yes, bro. Um, from old messages from two years ago that popped up on Instagram or whatever. So having to deal with that and then being paired with the people that she's been paired with and still be able to perform, still be able to make it the finals and come that close to winning, especially at the time that she did it because of the level of competition I feel was much higher than it is right now. Right. Especially so, for yeah, the females. I, I, yes. I have her at number two. So to kind of piggyback on what Josh said in relation to Zach and how he's impacted her game. She also, because Zach was being a dickhead in total madness and was basically telling her to come home. And she is the only person from total madness to put herself in from the tribunal and win. Yes. So that is another feather in her cap. Yes. It seems sort of, inconsequential in the grand scheme of things, but that's when everyone was playing scared with the skulls. Nobody wanted to do shit and everybody just wanted to wait until the last possible minute and hope for somebody super easy. Whereas she said that she wanted to be there and go in so that she knew that she could run the final and that she had a reason to stay. And she is absolutely on my list as well. I've got her at number three, which means that Anissa is moving down slightly to number four. Let me notate. <laughs> I'm going to move us on uh, to the next girl on our list. Um, so I have two more girls um, who were highly, highly, highly named by the fandom. And so I am sure that we probably all have them uh, somewhere. So let's get into figuring this out. The first one is Queen Cam. Kill a Cam. Yes. So um, I knew that we still had two people coming. Um, I knew which two just by process of elimination. <laughs> I know where we're at. And I, I know that yeah. I've talked about these two enough in all the groups and <laughs> debated everybody until we had the podcast with that one person who said, but, you know, uh, <laughs> to talk about Cam, let me get this one moment out of the way first, and then I'll talk about her, her skilled level. Okay. She screwed Leroy on his last final. <laughs> she couldn't just let him finish psychic. Right. <laughs> but anyway, the money still went to the same house, so we're good. Congrats, by the way. Um, she she she's made it to finals. She's had that same kind of partnerships that were just like 
oh, let's see how it goes. And she's made it work. Um, her political game, top notch. It's, it, it really is. We watched um, her, and, her and Leroy work a political game with great editing because we don't really see them talk to each other and still run that house the way they did. Right. And they did run that house. God, I got a bump. <laughs> I'm going to have to bump, and I'm going to have to bump them all down, and I'm putting Cam it too. Cam has, like, an unbelievable read on people, and that plays into her social and political game so incredibly well. She's won 8 out of 10 of her eliminations. She beat two mercenaries, and as Josh informed us last week, she tired out Tori's arms to the point where Tori just didn't care. So, <laughs> good, good Ooh. fucking job, sir. Salute to you. <laughs> I fucking love it. All right, just keep going, buddy. That was mostly what I had. I just wanted to build up to that moment right there. So, just to be continually salty, I'm just going to put Cam in my top spot. Wow, like number one, All like right. it. I yeah, like and it. it's it's one of those things where like before we did last week and this week, I like Cam fine, but I didn't really consider her to be, and she she may still not be like one of my favorite players, but right on paper and as far as gameplay goes, I have to respect how she plays the game. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know, and that's that's another thing too is that so. I like to play devil's advocate a lot, especially in the Facebook fan groups. And so when I see people who are like, you know, extreme fans, I will play devil's advocate. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, when you look at like what she did on uh, what was that final reckoning where she managed to work out a plan mentally fucked with every single person in that house enough to get them to all vote the way that she wanted and canceled out everybody's votes except for her own. Granted her whole plan was fucked by TJ because he brought in mercenaries with Ashley and Hunter coming in. And um, uh, what was that? Devin and Corey um, came in the next week, I believe or whatever, but anyway, So her plan got fucked. Yes. And that's usually the argument that I end up using is that she went through all that work for no reason. But at the end of the day, like she it worked for her. She had a plan. She executed it. It worked exactly the way she wanted it to. Nobody can control TJ. And we talked about this last week is we can't hold like the games twists and stuff against the players. And that alone to me is just like. It was such an impressive moment that you have to admire her gameplay. And then on top of that, she has made it to final. She kicks ass in elimination. So I am echoing Josh. I actually have Cam in my number two spot. And I am waiting for the day. I know that she's pregnant right now. Super congratulations to her and Leroy. Cannot wait to meet the little baby, Cam Roy. But I hope that she does. Uh, I hope she does come back someday uh, and, and goes for that W because I think she can do it. Let me go ahead and just put it this way. Like I may not be the biggest Cam fan. There are other people out there that I like more than Cam. Right. With that being said, I know when I'm looking at someone that is fucking good, really fucking good at the game. Now she might not be, you know, if we're going on a five-star rating on like Madden style, you know what I mean? Like political, social, you know, 
competitiveness, eliminations, athletics, endurance, all that. She might not be a five on any of them, but she's a fucking four on every single one, right, to me. And then not only that, looking at her on paper, she's done five seasons. She's made three finals. She's won 16 dailies. So that's three dailies on average per season, a little bit over. Wow. On top of that, 10 eliminations. So that's two per season. And she's eight and two. Cam's my number one. She's, you know, it's, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. And I think that this person and the next person we're going to talk about, I figured that it would kind of be flip floppy as far as what positions they were in. And I think either one of them is really hard to argue. Um, Our, our next girl up, if you guys haven't guessed it yet is uh, Miss Tori deal. Um, She was literally right next to cam. I think her and cam had the same exact number of submissions on our IG poll. Um, and like, yeah, like it was tied the same exact number. People want to see Tori win. And, and that who is, who is obviously sitting at my personal number one spot is Tori deal. Not only am I a fan of hers outside of the show, but I'm a huge fan of hers on the show. I know that she's had like certain seasons where she hasn't brought her gameplay as strong as she should. Um, you know, but I think that we all kind of go through those, you know, again, it's, it's like an ebb and flow. And I think that, but I think when you really break everything down, Tori is a hundred percent capable of winning a final. And I think we saw a really good example of it on spy flies and allies. And, you know, I'm just, I'm waiting for that day that she gets the win. And I think that she is one thousand percent capable of it, whether it's an individual final, whether it's a partner final or whether it's a team final, I think she could win no matter what it was. She is my number two spot on my list. It's honestly, it's a coin flip. I am an absolute diehard Tory fan. There are two people in the challenge that I 100% relate to. That is Tori and that is Devin. I <laughs> like personality wise, like physicality, every aspect I jive with the two of them. They are the people that I root for no matter the situation. Like they, I am ride or die for Devin and Tori 100%. It's an abs. Like I said, it's an absolute coin flip first and second place. And I mean, that's clear right now between Cam and Tori because Rick and I had Cam as number one. You had her as number two. Presumably Josh is going to do some shuffling and she's going to end up right around (laughs) there as well. So, I mean, everybody, like, I can't wait for the moment that Tori crosses the finish line first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to probably cry that day, to be honest. 100%. Like this, this final that just happened, I wanted every team to win. I didn't necessarily care who won, but I wanted everyone to win Yeah, because they all played such a badass game and they all absolutely deserved to win. And there's a reason that they split the money the way that they did. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts to CT and Casey for that. Cause that was well-deserved. So just to clarify, I was daydreaming for a second, thinking about who we're talking about, Tori. Um, you have her at number two, correct, Tony? Correct. Okay. Josh. I have her at my number one spot because that's the only spot I have left open. But is that, that the being only said, reason? No. With that being said, you motherfucker. With that being said. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to fucking DM Corey Lay right now. <laughs> when we talked to Tori, we asked her this question. Uh, who do you think's better? Because this is one of the most talked about 
rivalries. That's not yeah. really, yeah, comparisons. To uh, to put it better, everybody has the same argument. It, it's really either way, but people have their loyalties, and I get it. Tori said to herself, "I put her above me." Right. And when I look at it, Cam has a better elimination record. Tori's placed better. Well, when I say placed better, she made it to second, and she only lost by ten seconds. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's, closer, you know, a closer finish. The, right. And I was just like, well, let's have this discussion when Cam makes a final. Okay. Cam made a final. All right. Well, <laughs> let's do this when she places second. Cam finished second. I'm right. Like, All right. Well, then I'm like, okay, now they're, now they're even. And then Tori's here and she's missing it by 10 seconds to miss it right. by a second, 10 seconds. You're, you're very deserving. The thing that I'd like to see her work on, and this is, where I could put Cam above her. Cause when Rick wanted to says, all right, well on the stars and you put her here, Cam's political game is far better than Tori's so political much game. So much, so better. much better. And, and we saw that this season. Yeah. Um, it, it got a little messy. Emotions got involved. Um, people are still friends. So that's still good. But you know, Cam can play an emotional game, but it's still a game and she still knows what it takes to win. And she keeps it more focused. Right. Um, I think if Tori works on that, they're right back to being an exact match. So the only reason I give her the slight edge is because of the closeness of her finishing second. Okay. So I just want to clarify that you're giving her the edge because she does better in almost winning. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Just want to clarify you're from so last. <laughs> I know. All right. No. Um, I, With that I, being said. I get where you guys turn. are coming from. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, I get where you guys are coming from on Tori. And look, Tori's my favorite woman on the show. It's not even close. I find her extremely amusing, hilarious, entertaining. I think she's a fucking beast when it comes to physicals. She's gotten better with puzzles. She's not the best, but she's gotten better. I really had to go to the paper and look at the numbers to really make my decision. Tori's done six seasons, made three finals. Cam's done five and made three finals. Tori has 19 daily wins. Cam has, I believe, 16 daily wins. Here's the big difference, though. Cam being 10 eliminations, 8 and 2. Tori's done 7 eliminations, 4 and 3. Tori admitted that Cam is better than her. I give the edge to Cam. Tori's my number two girl. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fair. Like I said, you know, I, I figured that these that these two would kind of, you know, be flip floppy and, um, you know, kind of sit in different spots for all of us, you know, and, and, and it's hard to argue one and two for either one of these girls. So has anybody decided to change their mind seeing that Tori has even admitted that Cam is better than her? No, Josh, you're on mute. I believe I brought that up in my own argument for her still being number one. Just so saying. for you to echo what I said and it didn't even change my better own mind. political game and admitted that Cam is better. She right said now. that she would put her above her, but Tori's also okay. really humble. She's mm-hmm. not she's not a bragger, you know what I mean? She's not going to come out here and be like, Yeah, I'm better than Cam. <laughs> like that's not Tori, you know. So okay. even if she was, that's Fair just enough. kind of how I see it. And in my in my point of view. I would see Tori beating Cam in a final if they were running head to head to each other. And I, that's kind of what I based my one and two positions off of is that I could see Tori beating Cam before I see Cam. And I'm, I mean, just straight up individual final, 
no partners, no teams, Tori versus Cam. I see Tori taking the win. And so that's where my decision came from. Did you have any other girls on your list that you wanted to bring up before we move on to the males? Yeah. So not necessarily that they're going to change anybody's order, but yeah, but just like I, any, any not honorable mentions, we'll call them. Cause I have one, both Jasmine and I, I am a big fan of Nicole Z. Oh. So I had to put her on this list okay. and she's only been in one elimination. She won. She's been to two finals she placed third and then she medically DQ'd and then she medically DQ'd out of the game the last time that she was on. Right. So she doesn't stop. She has, she's like Kyle. She has no quit whatsoever. She has no off button. She will go until she cannot go any further because even though she was medically DQ'd, she still like competed in that daily. Yeah. That was the one where they were fighting on the back of the truck. Right. And she got thrown off into the net thing and broke her shoulder or popped her shoulder. And she, I think, I want to say she dislocated her shoulder on the back of the truck, the truck. and then right, yeah. there was one of the girls, one of the other girls got thrown over and dislocated hers. Yeah. I think that, that was, was like, yeah, Natalie Anderson. Yeah. Oh or no, it was Liv. No, Maybe it was, Liv, um, yeah. one of the no, British Cam. girls. Who? No, Cam hurt Natalie. No, Cam hurt Nicole Z. Yeah. Nicole Z. That's who I meant. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay. Sorry. I, like I was confused. Okay. I, like, um, I like Nicole Z. I, I mean, she, you know, she's definitely not my favorite. Definitely not somebody who, who came to mind when I was making my list. But I mean, when you look at her, her stats like that, I mean, she, she did give us, you know, she is pretty impressive. So she did. So, yeah. She did two, two finals out of three seasons. And like, I don't necessarily put her in my top five, but I bring her up to say that I absolutely want to see her come back to the show and play again. Um, I think that she would do better on flagship than on all-stars necessarily just because of the nature of the two games, but I 100% would like to see her back. So I'm going to jump in because I know who your honorable mention is and I want for her to be last. So my honorable mention and just some housekeeping real quick is just to keep things simple, I've decided to bump Sylvia, put Kellyanne at number five for continuity. Wow. And then I did want to bring up an honorable mention of Johnny. And the reason I say that is because of her success on All Stars, two back to back finals, winning one. She's probably right about number five or number six, right in there. She might jump ahead of Sylvia and be like my number five. And ahead of Nicole Z, but they're in her and Nicole Z are right there. Like if one of these other girls weren't on the list, they'd move up to my top five. That's fair. So the reason I don't have her on the list is because she just won all stars. Yeah. And when I look at the finals that have been putting out the finals from all stars one and all stars two, they've been harder than the last two finals of the flagship. Right. Bet that. I, I don't know. Do this, think, this final was really fucking hard. Do you think CT does those finals? Oh, no, I'm not saying CT wouldn't win. I'm just saying, like, I'm you have saying. to give credit to how I, difficult. I, I, I'm not saying that they're not difficult. Especially All-Stars 2. Like, that shit was nuts. I'm not saying they're not difficult. I personally think that the the difficulty the CT is yes, more. No. Yes. I don't think so. And the shape that CT was in when All-Stars 1 was being filmed... I don't know but if he beats yet. That's spies, lies, and allies, or, or double agents, same time period. So he beat Fessy, he beat Kyle, he beat Corey. I'm sorry, no, he beat Leroy 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Corey, he did not beat yeah. Kyle that's lot in double and He did not beat Fessy. Fessy beat Fessy. No, no, no. no. He he was no. in the final with him and finished in fourth, so he beat him technically. Yeah. Um, so I just want to throw out there that look, it all stars two, they had to the only person it was probably harder on, and I will give it, it was just as hard or harder than the flagship was for Darrell and Janelle. Because they went straight from that elimination to having to stay up all night, then that, go run the whole day yeah. of the final, right? That was fucked. But for everybody else, they just sat there. Then they got to rest all night, you know, taking turns, going back and forth, staying awake. And then they ran a final for a day. Yeah. It wasn't a yeah, two-day again, final. No. It wasn't was a two- prepared. I would, I would be willing to bet that that even if you talk just pure distance the flagship they go further it's a harder final let's debate it one day <laughs> okay. i'm fucking we're gonna get tj up on this motherfucker i'm gonna be like tj which one's harder <laughs> tell me right now he's gonna be like both of them is the hardest thing you've ever done in it, your it, life all my finals are the hardest <laughs> i wouldn't be able to do either and one side note go then Okay, all I wanted to say is I'm really fucking disappointed that TJ didn't show up in costume like he did in last year's All Stars. I know. Oh on God, the horse with the hat and everything. Like, yeah. I, didn't have I need that. It <laughs> doesn't matter. I need that. Um, so I actually had one, and I didn't want to bring it up during the list making because I did not feel that this person should be put up for being on the list, but I did want to throw out a, an honorable mention because. This person was mentioned a few times in the poll and just in honor. um, I think that it's fair that we bring her up and recognize how incredible of a competitor DM was and how much she did deserve to be a challenge champion before uh, we tragically lost her. And, you know, I just I think that I just wanted to take a moment to just kind of remember her, remember the amazing competitiveness that she brought to the majority of her seasons. I know towards the end, she was a little bit harder to handle while going through her treatments and stuff, but she was an amazing light on the show. She always brought a competitive nature. She always came with a hundred percent. And, you know, I just, I felt like she really needed to be brought up in this. Absolutely. And and I just want to interject very quickly and say, I've known a lot of people's hearts that they view DM as a champion on more than just a challenge because of the impact she's left, um, the awareness that she's brought to ovarian cancer, as well as, you know, just the memories that she's imparted on people from her time on the challenge. And she's everybody, she should be on everybody's list, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and in my personal opinion, like I said, a champion in life. So exactly. Yeah. Right. And the one moment that we get the one opportunity, we get a chance to see her, she's paired with CT and then that's the last time we see her. You know, like Rick said, I I do look at her as, as a champion in more ways than the challenge could ever mean, you know, but it would have been, I know what it would have meant to her because that was like her overall goal. And she always talked about that on every season that she came on her opening interviews were always about, how, you know, she was there to win, to prove to herself that she could do it and to just push herself. That was constantly her thing, right? She wanted to challenge herself, push herself and be like, you know what, even though I have cancer, even though the doctors say this, this and this and that is, you know, stuff I can't do anymore. I want to push myself and prove that 
you know, I own my life, I own my body, and I decide what I can and can't do. And that, to me, is just something that a challenge championship could never could never replace, you know what I mean? Is the type of lessons that she taught us. Cause we were all, you know, like myself, I was young, you know, I was later teenage years, um, you know, or early twenties, you know? And so like that, seeing that kind of message, seeing that kind of motivation was amazing in those years for me personally as a fan and to see the way that she affected all the other challengers that she did seasons with, I think says enough about her. Right. And in that moment we see CT walk out with her sister just to show them how, yeah, just to show them how to do that daily. Yeah. I think, I think. Kellyanne they, started crying. Like. That, that was a moment. And I love just to see that moment, even if it was just short lived. Right. But yeah, that just goes to show people love DM. They do. So this one was the the first guy I want to bring up. Um, I'm pretty sure none of us are going to have on our have on our list, um, but I just wanted to touch on his name was Josh, and that's because he was actually submitted by um, quite a few people on the uh, on the IG poll. So I just want to say that although he is not in my top five over the past two seasons, I've become an absolute fan of Josh. He's one of the people that I will stand up for in the groups. And like when I see it out in the wild, I can't wait. I can't wait for him to make a final. I hope that he does before Rick's season 40 plan. Cause I'd like to see him in it, but going to happen. He's not, he's not in my top five, but yeah, maybe when we do this in a couple of years time, he will be. What about you, Josh? I know he's your namesake. So he is my namesake and I've been talking about him a lot lately. Um, yeah. He's, uh, you know, CT's giving him props. Um, yeah. CT's telling him he's he's right there, and he is right there. He's gonna get there. Um, he's definitely putting in the work. I mean, if you don't believe me, go go look at his Instagram. So he's hitting the gym, and he knows what he needs to work on. He'll get there. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm sitting. Is like he's not really on my list, but you know, I did I did feel it right to mention him because the fans did, um, you know, submit him on the poll, and. I do like Josh. I am a fan of him recently and I do, you know, hope to see him in a final, but as of now, um, I'm definitely not putting him on our list, especially with the type of like competition that we have in the men. Like, I just want to say really quick, I know that a lot of our, our women were the same, but I feel like that plays into the fact that there's not a whole lot of like super dominant women. So when there are like, it's just, this is just who it is, right? Like there's only a handful of really dominant female challengers that have been on the show. Whereas like with the men, like we constantly are getting like this flow of, of dominant players. Um, and so I'm really excited to see how this males list um, plays out. Uh, Rick, did you want to add anything about Josh? Are you, are you putting him on your list or anything? Yes. No, I'm joking. I'm not putting Josh on my list. I love the guy. I think he once again, brings something to the challenge that's needed. Uh, but unfortunately, until I see some more out of him, he is not on my list thus far. Yeah. But I did want to add that kind of echoing what you said with the women um, where our lists were pretty similar. It's because it seems like every year for, I don't know, the last eight seasons or so, we've had a different one, woman win. You know what I mean? Right. And then with the men, it's the exact opposite. Like basically going back to free agents, it's either Johnny, Jordan, CT, 
Turbo, and then I mean, you can throw Rogan in there, and right. that's it. Like, so there's like a bigger pool of men who have never won. Yeah, so like, because nobody can get over the hump of beating the, you know, those top guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So with that being said, no, Josh is not on my list. I'm excited to get down to this. Let's go ahead and go. All right. So, um, one that I actually saw that I was surprised by. So obviously, if you guys haven't noticed, I like to start with the names that I was surprised by most was Shane and Josh. I want to start with you. What do you think about Shane? being a vet who never won who should have I, I wanted to say this about Amanda and a couple other players but um when you when you've thrown more than one daily I, I kind of frown upon that and he made it very clear and again I have to hit on the he's part of the lavender ladies didn't I work it only worked out for one of them right <laughs> uh, and so yeah I he, he can compete. I can see that, but no. Just comma, no, period. <laughs> um, I've never liked Shane. Yeah. I don't like what he's about. I don't like that he throws challenges and that he was a total dickhead about it to the people that were actively trying to play the game. Yeah. Um, it just, I know. So in contrast to Amanda, Shane also holds a record. Shane's record is for the male with the most seasons played to never make a final with seven. Wow. Next. <laughs> yeah, no, I, same. Um, I, I kind of how, how Tony said with uh, Sylvia, Syl, or I'm sorry, with Kayla, with the, you know, physical altercation DQs. Um, I'm kind of the same way with people who throw challenges and not like, you know, not like how CT threw a challenge where it benefited his game and it was a planned out thing and an agreement with the other team, but someone who just selfishly throws a challenge because you're mad, like that's just childish to me. And I've just, I've never been a fan of Shane. So no, he is definitely not on my list either. So uh, to echo Tony in preservation of time, just comma, no exclamation mark. Ooh, agreed. Extra. Super extra. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so moving on from there, uh, the next one that I have on my list here is Joss. Not to be confused with Josh, but Joss. Sexy Joss. Joss Mooney. Josh Moon. You just said Josh. Joss. Mooney never going to get the money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to I'm going to hop in on this one and go first. Um, so here's the thing. Joss has done three seasons. He's made one final probably should have made two. I mean, in my personal opinion, he should have made War of the Worlds two. Instead if he hadn't of Rogan. Have fucked over, if he hadn't have fucked over Georgia, he does. Um, Just saying. Yeah. And then Vendetta's look. So here's the thing. Three finals or three seasons, one final five daily wins, four eliminations, Three wins, one loss to Derek in pole wrestle. He goes to the he goes to the final in vendettas. Do you think he beats Kara? No. 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 Mm. Uh, I I think he gets second. I think he beats Zach at least. Oh, I think everybody gets yeah. that. Well No, I think I think not he comes in second. But... I think I think he, he still loses to Kara. So um for now I'm gonna put him at five, but uh he might slip down that totem pole as we go. Okay, that's fair. But I don't. I don't think he wins a final um, with the competition that we have now. Even yeah. though, yeah, I just I don't I don't see it. Um, and he's he wasn't even a thought when it came to making my list. And I have a five A and a five B. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. I like it. Yeah. So I also have a 5A and 5B. He is neither. Um, he is a strong play again. I absolutely want to see how he does now. I would have much rather see him go forward than see Rogan go forward. Yeah. Because he was at least like a genuine dude. And I just found that Rogan was just like a jerk. Yeah. And he was prickly and I didn't like him. The things that I, I wrote down for Joss was that he, he and Sylvia, despite the fact that this had no like effect on how I rated Sylvia, um, <laughs> they were the only group to stay in the main house on final reckoning. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So yes. everybody else kind of cycled through and also he has an excellent CT impression. He does. Yes. He does have an excellent CT impression. <laughs> So you can tell that these are very Stay analytical notes. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is that Joss is your number six. Uh, Based yeah, off probably. impressions only. Seven. He's his number seven. Right, right. And, uh, he's got that 5A, 5B. All right. Yeah. He's not yeah. cutthroat enough for me, man. He's he just, just doesn't yeah. have it. I think that if it came down to just just competition, like especially with the running, he would fucking smoke everybody. Uh, but what I would that. worry, yeah, we saw it. We saw proof of it. Um, but what I would personally worry about is like the puzzles, eating, um, you know, stuff like that. Like we just, you, you just, you don't, you don't know. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. hard to say. And I don't know. I mean, I think that he's capable, and he probably would be at like a six for me. Um, but I, I just, I can't justify putting him at a top at a top five position so i'm gonna leave him off of my list as well if someone put 25 cents into joss would you change your mind <laughs> no what about a nickel yeah well if 25 cents ain't doing it a nickel ain't gonna do shit i'm just saying it's cheaper so yeah but you get less in return for investment <laughs> oh my god next plus it's the wrong uh, currency right <laughs> True, that's very fair, fair, fair. Touche, <laughs> good sir. Touche. <laughs> so the next person that I have on my list um is has literally always been a fan favorite. I don't know if I have ever, ever, ever seen anything bad said about this person. Um, and that's going to be Hada. Okay, here's my thing. I know I'm known as like a newer fan because I've gone back and watched seasons. With that being said, I love Kahuta. He is one of my favorite challengers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like CT a lot, and I root for him now in the flagship, but that's because there's no one I could really root for other than him, other than Devin. Well, you know you'd I mean? get cut anyway. Yeah, it, well, besides the point. <laughs> Kahuta is someone I genuinely root for, and I really like the guy, and I want to see him win. Unfortunately, with that being said, he does not make my list of top five. Wow. Okay, I was I actually wasn't expecting that. Okay. Well, I mean, here, look. No, this I is, mean, it's fair. It, it just... Four seasons, no finals, four daily wins, seven eliminations, three wins, four losses. The, the competition's just too steep once we get into these other names. On list of great guys, he's number one. On list of guys I want to go have a beer with and fucking bullshit with, he's number one. On list of guys that have should have won the challenge he's he doesn't make my list unfortunately and, and it hurts me to say that mine's going to be short and sweet just like kahuta because i honestly i'm gonna echo rick pretty much exactly like i am 
also a newer person to come to the challenge and absolutely fucking love Kahada. Also, he's got like the coolest name ever, Kahada Grindstaff. And he's a mountain man who's also a carpenter. Like yeah. the name fits the person and he is like one of the most salt of the earth guys. He never really has like a bad thing to say about anyone. He gets dealt a shitty hand and he still like deals with it with a smile on his face. And he is not on my top five either. I want to see him back on the flagship. I want to see him back on all stars. I think he got did real dirty when he was an alternate on all stars one. And then with all stars two, I understand why it happened. I understand that the situation was different than Kendall because Kendall was already in elimination. So she was already potentially going home. Right. Doesn't make it feel any better. I understand it makes, it makes sense in the confines of what it needs to make sense with. But I went into all-stars two only caring about the fact that Kahada was on all-stars two. And then he wasn't. And he even took that with like the utmost pride and his head held high and like walked out with a smirk on his face. I won't say a smile on his face because obviously like it sucked, but he didn't blame anyone. He's like, this is how it happened. And I want to see him back. Like we need more Kahada, much like, much like Marie, there's not a Kahada right now. There right. isn't. And for me, like Kahada for me is Marie for you. Right. He's number one on my list of most never to need to get fucked over again. Yes. <laughs> because I mean, I, I, I recently watched him and Nani at the bar sitting there chatting it up all cuddly and then get back to the house and then you see Nani with Johnny Riley and then Kahuta just sat there and took it and then they're back to being friends again like the next day and that's just the type of guy he is and you want to root for him you want him to win but it just seems that it's all stacked against him I can't put him on my list with all the factors that go into rating but I want to I mean that's really fair I kind of assumed that I would be the lone wolf in this pack um, because I do have Kahuta on my list. I I don't know. And maybe it's a little bit of a bias, but when I think about Kahuta, I think about, what was that? The ruins where they just kept sending him in. Right. And you got to take the, the bank from whoever you beat in elimination and they just kept sending Kahuta in and he just kept taking people out like Wes and he didn't lose until he went up against Darrell. And then of course, Darrell ruined all that by punching Brad in the face and getting sent home, you know, but for a while there, like Kahuta had the biggest bank in this, in the, uh, in the entire house that season, he was kicking ass in eliminations. Like he was just doing really well. And that's, that's the Kahuta that I think about. I do recognize that he's never actually made a final and he's gotten fucked over quite a lot. Um, And so I, I obviously factored that into this. And then of course I just have a personal bias. I love Kahuta. And so I just have that personal thing of, I really want him to win. And when I look at his abilities physically and mentally, I think that he is capable of it. He just keeps getting put in these really 
bad positions or, you know, gets like a, the draws the short stick on an elimination. You know, I mean, damn, he got sent in four times that season. So I'm going to have Kahuta on my list. I have him at number five with the option of he may eventually drop off or he may even move up a spot. I'm not entirely sure, but I am going to have Kahuta at number five on my list. So that's me. I can dig it. <laughs> um, but the next person on the list is another kind of fan favorite, but he has been very um, controversial over the years. And uh, that would be Mr. Tony. It's Tony time. <laughs> so he is my namesake. He is not on my top five. However, <laughs> I I do like Tony. And I will say when I when I have sort of rated people as want to see them play again, what I mean is that I think conceivably they could win a final, but they haven't been back in a while. So I don't actually know what they're capable of. And because of that, I can't really rate them one to five. Right. He's one of those people. He's a solid competitor. I mean, he'll eat his own shoe. So it's not like that's an issue, um, which means that he's going to outdo Fessy at some point in the challenge. And I mean, yeah, he's been DQ'd twice medically, at least one for a ruptured spleen, one for past a gate where he got body slammed. So out of he six seasons for that. No, that's right. He, he just got they, injured for that. Corey um, got DQ'd for that. But yes. Corey and Devin, yeah, yeah, they ended up losing, though. Um, was that the season he was partnered with? With bananas, bananas right? With bananas. bananas. Losing to Holly and Natalie. Holly and Natalie. Them. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay, sorry, um, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I knew that he was I knew that he was medically DQ'd for the ruptured spleen, and I couldn't remember whether he actually like wasn't able to continue a la body slam or he was, whether it he, was he was actually DQ'd twice though because he was DQ'd on God, what was that one where him and Camilla his brother. Right. No, he didn't get they didn't get DQ'd, DQ'd for, for that. They got a one when him oh. and Camilla fought. Remember when him and Camilla got in that Rivals. big fight, rivals three or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Rivals 3, yeah, Rivals three yeah. in the kitchen where he like cornered her and stuff. Um, so he did get DQ'd twice. It just wasn't Final Reckoning. So. And he's been messy too. Like like you said, he got in a fight with his brother and that fight was worse than a lot of other fights where people were ejected from the game. And the only thing I can figure is because they're brothers that it was a sibling thing and TJ just was ha- had to be like, smarten the fuck up. Don't do yeah. that. Versus if it's two people who aren't family, right? then it's sort of a bigger deal where it should still be the same level of deal. Right. Um, <laughs> because of all that, like, I want to see him play again. I want to see him try out this kind of version of the challenge. I also haven't seen him recently enough to make a solid decision as to whether he would make the top five. So for that reason, he's not in the top five. I think if Tony came back right now in 38 without having CT there, and we get the same cast that we've gotten the last two years, he wins. With that being said, he's going to bump Joss for my number five spot right now. But I have a feeling he's not going to stay there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Keep it short and sweet on that one for you guys. I'm I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. Um I I like Tony, but I've never been overly impressed with him. I think that he's still I would be interested to see how he plays now, um especially with having, you know, kind of settled into his life with the whole wife life and, you know, having kids and all that kind of stuff. I would love to see how it's changed him if it has. But just basing off of what we've seen, I just I can't justify putting him on my list. 
Um, but I do hope we see him in the future. And I, I am a fan. I just, it's kind of one of those like, nah, he's, he's good, but nah. So, uh, Josh, where are you sitting on Tony? Short and sweet. Top Thanks. 10, not top five. Yeah. Yeah, top 10, not yeah. top five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's right there. Um, yeah. He has the ability, definitely. But with the current competition, I added to my list, I got five A, B, C, D. No. Um, but, you know, Tony, Tony's definitely top 10. Yeah, I agree. I think if we would have seen Tony, how he was in Final Reckoning in three of his other seasons, we would all have a different opinion of him. Or even Vendetta's, you yeah. know what I mean? When he stood up against bananas, bananas and kind of broke apart from bananas. like. But you know what I mean? Like, And especially now because he's not, you know, from what he says, he's not drinking. You know, he's gotten in fucking phenomenal shape. Great shape. You know, like I and think. And he looks healthy. Like yeah. when you look at his face and he just, his face looks full. He looks really healthy. I, and that's why I'm, I'm saying like, I've got him in five now. I don't expect him to stay there. But if he were to come back against the current cast, I think he would do really well and have a real solid chance of winning. In, in my opinion. And and that's, and I'll leave it at that since yeah. we've, we're running short on time and long on names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next person that I have up is Mr. Polly. So we, we saw Polly. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen Polly, what, three seasons, four seasons, three seasons, three, three seasons, two finals, if I'm correct. Cause he didn't make it yep. over the world's two one. finals, 20 daily and wins. He's been in six eliminations, three wins, three losses. So he's 50% in eliminations. Rick, do you want to kick this one off with Polly? Since you're already got the stats up and stuff. What do you, where do you got, do you have Polly on your list? Yeah. And why I screamed out fuck when you said his name was because he has now taken the number five spot. <laughs> and with, and unlike Tony, I don't see Polly coming off my number five spot. If anything, once we start going through the stats and looking at people, I'm going to move them up because in my opinion, war of the worlds is the one season he doesn't make a final, but he absolutely dominates that fucking game. Absolutely dominates him more so than war of the worlds too. Right. And yeah, I mean that one mistake, that one mistake, that's all it was, you know what I mean? And war of the worlds too. It was one mistake that he made him and car made building that team. It, they thought more numbers was going to be better when it was really smaller. Numbers were better for that final. Yep. So he has the opportunity of going up. Yes. Ivan, tell me what you think of it. Okay. <laughs> solid. So yeah, he agrees. Paulie's going to be in the top five with a chance to move up. So, and, and, and we talked about it when we talked to him on the podcast, you know, had he not gone first and seen other people do it, maybe he changes. Maybe he doesn't, dive head first off a 30 foot right. <laughs> ledge. And you know, that takes a lot out of you. When, when you said, as soon as you said Polly's name, I was like, crap. So I have a revolving door right now. I'm a number five spot. Um, <laughs> I really do. And his name is one of the three at that number five spot. So that's where I'm going to put him for right now. Number five, because like he does have a political game. He he can he can beat you in elimination. He he's there at the final. Um, so yeah, I'm put him at at the five. Keep it simple. He's five A. In all honesty, Paulie's his own worst enemy. He is a solid player, but he gets ahead of himself, and that's where it goes south every single time. I think if he comes back and he keeps a level head and he plays like 
day one for day one, not day one for day 20, then he does better. And he's five a, I don't know how the rest of mine are going to shake out because I'm like, Josh, like mine keep bouncing around because we've got some huge names. This one might actually be a bit shocking and, I'm actually a little bit shocked that I'm the only one kind of sitting in this position, but I do have Polly on my list, um, but I am going to put Polly at number three. I think that overall, putting a, putting aside how I feel about his personality or the way he may be in the house or the way he may treat competitions, you know, directly, he's great, man. Like he has shown us that he can handle a multitude of different situations. He can, he's shown us that he can lead a team. He's shown us that he can, you know, help support a partner. He's shown us that he can take care of things individually on his own. And I think that if all the circumstances were right and he made it to a final, that it would be very likely for him to win, you know, especially with the kind of shape that he's been getting into recently. Like if you watch his IGs and you see like the types of like workouts and, you know, type of gym work and stuff that he does, like him and Kara are on a different level when it comes to fitness and stuff like that. And so for me, it would be really hard to one, not have him on the list or two, it's, it's hard for me to put him below some of the other people we're going to talk about. So I have him at number three. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not going to argue it. I have a feeling as much as you love Kahuta, he's not going to stay at number five. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that Kahuta is going to drop off my list. In fact, I've already removed him from my notes. Um, I'm pretty sure that I have narrowed down my top five. And I'm pretty sure that Kahuta will not stay there. So, but moving on from that, Kyle. Josh is mad. Did I just take another one of your five ABCs? Honestly, you did. So we we missed out on a uh, on a on a, an elimination for Polly and Kyle to go. And I know we all wanted that. Everybody wanted that. Wes even wanted that. Yes. <laughs> so Kyle has benefited from the people around him but he's also proven himself. So it just, it's what Kyle, sh- what Kyle shows up, but Kyle's loyalty and political game is shit. <laughs> it, it, it just changes too much. He has no loyalty. He, he, he has not. It's like, all right, who's going to get me through tomorrow? All right. I'm with you. And then the next day it changes again. Yep. So that's where I have him right there at that number five spot with, with Polly and one other person to be named later just because of of that but he has the ability to win congrats on the new baby so he's <laughs> yeah. winning there yeah yeah cute baby <laughs> yeah this is personal preference and i know that he's going to move around and i know he's not going to land in this spot as far as our collective top five so i put him at my number two spot because wow. i've been a fan of kyle for a while nice. um and i've watched his trajectory and it was kind of cool because i started with total madness and then went back so i got to see where he was at the point of total madness and then get to see where he started and kind of grew forward so as far as trajectory goes he's on the right path he's come fairly close he's been to three finals and he came third second and second and I know that he's not going to stay there as far as collective goes, like I said, but as far as my personal list, he's one of the ones that I really want to see take a win. I, I, you know, I kind of have to agree with that. I like Kyle. I don't always like the way that he plays the game. I 
definitely don't like the way that he handles alliances and deals. And, you know, I've never seen someone make so many mistakes in my damn life. But I do think that he is capable. Um, I do have Kyle on my list. He actually is sitting in my number four spot. I did struggle between, you know, uh, him and Polly uh, because I do think like if it came down to like a one on one, it would be a really close match between those two. And I think it would be very entertaining. The only reason that I decided to rank Polly above Kyle is because as much of an asshole as Polly is, when he makes an alliance, when he makes a deal, he follows through. He's very loyal and he takes care of his people. Whereas, you know, Kyle can screw his game just by not following through on a deal. And he consistently does that. Um, and I think that that really affects his social game. So as much as Polly's an asshole, the people he's not working with, the people that he does work with, he really takes care of them and he holds loyal and true to them. And so like, I got, I kind of got to credit him for that. So I have Kyle at my number four. If we were going on personal favorites, he'd be my number one. Yeah. He'd be right up there with Kahuta. Yeah. I love watching tough. Kyle. He is, I mean, I think he holds the streak right now of uh, longest consecutive uh, seasons in a row with seven. Um, he's been on since Vendetta's. I don't think anybody else is on that kind of streak right now. He's got 11 daily wins in there. Seven seasons, three finals, 11 daily wins, 13 eliminations in which he's gone seven and six. Wow. If it comes down to elimination between him and Polly, it's a coin flip. If it yeah. comes down to a final between them, I feel like Polly's got him. Yeah. 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 I agree. So for that reason and that reason alone, he's my number five. Polly's my number four. Yeah, that's fair. And then moving on from Kyle, the next person that I have on our list is going to be Corey Wharton. I'm just going to kick this off by saying, like, I love Corey. I think that he is really fun to watch on this show. I It's been amazing to see him grow kind of, you know, going. Uh, I'm going to steal uh, Tony's word here. His trajectory is incredible because like he came on this show as this like you know doughy eyed little boy who just wanted to mess around with all the girls and that's what he was known for um and now he comes on the show and he's known you know his infamous line is like i'm i'm doing it for my kids right i'm i'm here for my kids and he's got his stack of photographs that he carries around of pictures of his of his kids and his 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 girl and all that and you know so i just think it's this this growth that he's been able to show us has been really amazing and has been relatable and i think that he's a great competitor but all of that being said, I personally do not have Corey on my list. Corey would be probably like number six or seven right there kind of with Kahuta for me. I, I don't honestly, I can't really give like a solid reason why I just Corey's never been one of those where I'm like, yes, dude, you have everything it takes to to win this final, you know, or to be a, a, a challenge champion. Now, that's not to say I don't think that he is capable. I do think he's capable. He just with all the other people that I have on my list, he just hasn't shown me that much, especially lately. And then like knowing that he's not going to be back on the show for a little bit and all the issues with his kids that kind of played into it too. I don't even know if we'll see him again. So it's just, I don't know. I hope we see him. I like him. I just don't have him on my list. The black widow of double agents <laughs> is five B on my list. I like it. he, yeah. Like, I mean, you can't not like Corey, um, his game's gotten a little bit messier the past couple of seasons. He made the final in total madness because 
Nelson went into elimination for him. Otherwise, I don't know if he makes that final. And that would knock him down to three finals in nine seasons. He's 5B. If he comes back, I'm happy. If he doesn't, I know why he's not coming back, and I'm fine with that. I have Corey at number four on my list. I think in in a sense to what we say about Polly that he gets in his own way, I think Corey gets in his own way. Um, I think he overthinks stuff. I've, you see him make mistakes and get called out for it. And I think decisions that he makes stops him from winning that final. Do I think he has the ability to win a final? I think he does. And again, I don't know if we'll see him again. And if we do, is he going to be back for the flagship? Or is he going to be more like an all-stars thing? Because with the kids, you know, getting up there in age and going to school and whatnot, you want to take the shorter route. You want to be gone, you know, anywhere from three to six weeks or four to six weeks rather than three months. (laughs) Yeah. And it it makes sense. I cannot fault him for that in any way, shape or form, but he's on my list. He's, he's, he's number four. I went back and forth on this because I was going to put him at three. And then I just really started thinking about it. Nine seasons, three finals in nine seasons. He's done, I think 19 daily wins, but the impressive part is his eliminations eight and four to be eight and four in eliminations. And he's gone against some fucking tough people. Like, you know what I mean? So for that better elimination record than Kyle doesn't have as many daily wins as Pauly in three times as many seasons. He's my number four. All right. Um, And then moving on from Corey, this one I'm actually really interested in because I know that we are all really big fans of this person. Um, So I'm very interested to see if this person falls on anybody's list and where, but I really want to talk about Devin. What do you guys think about Devin, especially with, you know, the, the kind of growth that we've seen from him over these last two seasons, Josh, let's, let's start with you this time. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) I have Devin ranked high. I really do. I've seen Devin from the beginning. I've been a fan from the beginning, getting to sit there and talk to him and get to know him was really awesome. I have Devin at number two. He's just a whiz. Watching him do that last final, I mean, for the first part of that, he was number one, surprisingly. And, you know, when he's yelling back at everybody else, hey, don't worry about it, stop. Uh, I'm the winner. (laughs) It's over. I won won the million dollars, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Um, To see that and to see what he did, even though they were third, but to see him memorize those numbers in the way that he did in that final was amazing. He knows what he needs to work on. He knows that it's his endurance and he knows, you know, he comes in, he's a drinker, he's a smoker, and he still made it to the final and he was still impressive in that final. Yeah. All of it, not so much, but a majority of it. Yeah. So being a fan, being biased, um, and the fact that he sent bananas home in an elimination. And Wes. Uh, I, and Wes. He just has to, who is it that he has to get? To he's got to get, C- he's gotta get CT and yeah, Darrell would be another CT one. CT and Darrell. But, yeah. To, to get the goats out of the way. Yeah. Um, so that's why I have Devin at number two. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I'm an intellectual instigator, as they say, um, or <laughs> as Devin would say, I'm a Devin guy. So Devin is my number three spot. As I said, when I was talking about Tori, like Devin's the guy that I relate to. 
he like the personality, everything, the way that he approaches the game is how I would approach the game. And I live for any time that Devin is on screen, be it actually playing the game or in confessionals, I'm here for it. So Devin is my number three spot. All right. So might be shocking, um, but I do have Devin on my list. However, um, I am officially bumping Kahuta and I'm putting Devin in my number five spot. Now, this might sound weird because I know I'm like a huge Devin fan. And if CT is not there, I'm rooting for Devin. And even when CT is there, I'm still like rooting for Devin. Like this past final was stupid, ridiculously hard for me because CT and Devin were going against each other. And that's just like my heart doesn't know how to process all those emotions. So that was difficult. However, the reason that I'm going to put Devin at number five is because I feel like, you know, I have Kyle at number four. I have Polly at number three. I have two other people at number two, which at two and one, which we'll get to. Um, and I just feel like my other four people, they could walk into a final today and, and have a really solid chance of winning. Whereas I feel like Devin, like you said, he knows what he needs to work on, but there are things that he needs to work on and improve on before he will be able to sustain a final and win. And so that's why I kind of have him sitting at my five because I know he's capable. I know he can do it and I know he fucking will. Like I am a hundred percent confident that Devin will be a challenge champion one day. Um, It's just going to be about whether he really truly wants it and is willing to put in the work before the season that it takes to get his endurance up to put in the work, to not drink so much, not eat so terribly while you're there. Like he was kind of talking to us about. And, and once he can do that, I would definitely like move him up my list, but for now I'm going to, I'm going to settle him in at my number five. Okay. So here's my thing with Devin. Once again, if we're going on like personal favorites, he's definitely up there. I love Devin. He's entertaining. He's funny as shit. He, fills a very specific role that I can only think of like one other person that fills that role. And that's Wes. Cause I I've wanted to say he's like bananas, but he's not, he's like Wes more than anything. And you know, so to be able to fill a role and to fill those kind of shoes with ease, as I feel he does says a lot about the type of person he is and what he brings to the show. The only reason that I have him in my five a is because the endurance is not there. And like Karina said, I feel like these guys ahead of him, if they all lined up in a final, they're going to beat him. The only person I have behind him that I think could beat him in a final and just did is Kyle. But I think Kyle's social gameplay is so sloppy. It just, it doesn't work for me. So with that being said, Devin's my 5A. So moving on from that and kind of moving into another person that we saw compete on this on this past season in the final was Nelson. He is in my number four spot. Puzzles are his weakness. So is his loyalty. He needs to think about Nelson. And if he thinks about Nelson and he thinks about learning how to do puzzles, then dude's pretty much like unstoppable. He's on a path to win. I put him a little bit lower, as I said before, with like physical altercations and stuff like that. Cause if, memory serves and it's a little bit hazy it was Derek that he was dq'd for fighting with yeah so stupid stuff like but again it comes down to if you're playing the game you have to stay in the game and if you're going to get dq'd for something stupid then i'm going to put you a little bit further down my list but (laughs) i like nelson um yeah nelson is probably the most quotable person next to Devin, 
on the show. Not always intentionally, but anytime that I were to quote Nelson, it would be absolutely because I love Nelson. I do not do it to make fun of him. Nelson is awesome. And he tries really hard. Right. And I have no doubt that he's going to win a final. He just has to get there and he just has to stay there. Right. Right. No, I, I, I have to agree with you. Um, although I do have Nelson placed higher than you do. Um, and, and it's funny because I'm actually going to contradict what I literally just like two minutes ago said about Devin. And if I'm going off of the basis that I ranked Devin, I should probably switch Nelson and Kyle. But at the same time, I don't know. There's just something about Nelson that it, it just it, it's he's. I don't know. I, I, I can't even put it into words. I just I know that he's capable and I know that the puzzles hold him back a little bit and he's you know, and he's got his Nelson is Nelson isms. And y'all know I love those. I've got a whole video of them that I made um, for the fandom. But at the same time, I just like I can't help but think about that final where he nearly beat CT and he lost by two minutes and 22 seconds. And that sits with me anytime I think about Nelson. Um, but anyway, all that being said, I think Nelson is fully capable of winning a final. Um, and I think it's literally moments away. Like any season now, Nelson is going to be a champion. So for that reason, I have Nelson ranked at number two. I have Nelson ranked at number three for all the same reasons that everybody else has him on the list. He, he's shown that he can make a final and make it close, especially with CT with Everything coming up in the air with who's going to be here and who's not going to be here next season. If the rumors are true, Nelson has a freaking amazing chance next season to possibly pull one out. So that's why that's not the only reason why I have him on my list. But when Tony mentioned loyalty and I was just like, all right, where's he going with this? And yes, it's loyalty to a fault sort of thing. We've we've seen him sacrifice himself and it's cost him his his loyalty and his friendships getting his way of gameplay. He, he has to become selfish at some point to throw him over that that next barrier to win and 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 puzzles right Learn how to make rectangles and squares well see it i i don't know man i think that like because nelson is actually a smart guy you know well, what i mean like he he's, is he's a really smart guy and i think that for nelson it's more about pressure than it is about the actual puzzles i think he sees a puzzle and he just like mentally like has a panic attack and like freaks out because he's like, oh, this is going to take a bunch of time. And just like he panics himself, like he has to learn how to relax and look at it logically and really think about it and just like breathe in the moment. And I think that it's not a matter of him not understanding. I think it's just a matter of him not being able to work under the pressure very well. So with that being said, Rick. Uh, this one's so fucking tough for me. So, cause I have the same feeling you do Karina and that's on an athletic perspective. I don't think anybody on this list beats Nelson. Well, no, I don't believe that one other person beats Nelson, but other than that, but for I, the majority of the people we've talked about tonight, I don't think anybody beats Nelson and that's the hard part. But Unfortunately, that's not all a final is. A final is puzzles. A final is swimming. A final is eating occasionally. Nelson seems to struggle with those aspects. If Nelson takes the off season or a season off to round out those skills, he's my number one. Because he didn't, 
he's my number three. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. I have one last person that was literally flooded into the IG polls and was absolutely zero, zero, zero surprise to me. I think this is probably the most consistent opinion throughout the fan base. The number one recommended guy from the fandom on the IG polls and stuff was Mr. Roy Lee. Look, I'm going to be straightforward. Leroy is my number one. I mean, and it's, it's not even close. Like, there's probably a mile between number two and number one. Uh, and maybe more, maybe five miles, in my opinion. One is I really love Leroy. I love him on the show. I love what he brings to the show, that role he is. And people forget that Leroy is a fucking beast. There are goats out there that have either barely, barely fucking beat him or he has beat he has gone out of 12 seasons. He's been to five finals. That's damn near a 50% final appearance rate. Yeah. I don't want to break down the whole math. I know it's not exactly. It's probably like fucking 46%, but whatever. In that, he has 25 daily wins. On top of that, 14 eliminations, and he has gone nine and five. And once again, he is going in the era of CT, Bananas, Jordan, Turbo. He is at the peak. Zach, you know, it, it just goes on and on. He goes against the goats and he still ends up in there. He should have won one. If he ever came back, I hope he fucking wins. Leroy is my number one. That's an obvious choice. Number yeah. one. Yeah. He, we watched him get screwed over by Cara. That was probably my most memorable moment where she uh-huh. picks Kyle over Leroy, who she's, she just met Kyle. You literally um, just met him. And that moment will always be forever stuck in my head. Dude, but, the disappointment on his face. Like, uh, I just, I see, I see, every time I think about that moment, I see his face and the look on his face when she said Kyle's name. And it's I have just the same like, look. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, how disappointing. Right. And it's hard not to love Leroy. But when we're talking about loyalty to a fault, we have to also talk about Leroy in that same manner. Um, yeah. He was in banana shadow for the longest time. And really? I think that's the reason. Why, right. And that's the reason why I believe he hasn't already won a final was mainly just because of that shadow. Had he stepped out of it, bananas probably doesn't have seven. And, um, you know, Leroy has one or two, you know, that's an if and what. So that's, he's still my number one. He's lovable. Yeah. He's he got more political that last season. I loved everything about him on his final season. I I really did. There wasn't anything that I can poke holes in and watching that final and him being in it. And I was like rooting for him. I'm like, dude, you got to get the money. And then, you know, he kind of did in a way because Cam got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, he, he says he's done. Would I love to see him come on All-Stars? Absolutely. Do I think he'd ever go on All-Stars and win? Absolutely. Do we see it happen? Not too sure. Yeah. But he's happy. I mean, it's basically against the law to not put Leroy at your number one spot at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that the cops come and arrest you, so I'm not going to have that on my head. Leroy <laughs> is my number one. If you look at his placement – 
the five times that he was in the final. Um, he got the bottom four. I want to say it was Vendetta's, but then that's also where Cam and Tony and a couple of others got taken out. So right. it's not like he was with a bunch of like players that weren't doing great. He was with right. people that we've already talked about tonight. And then yeah. otherwise he finished third, second, third, second. So He's loved by absolutely everyone. He's got a killer social game and it's only improved every outing. Yeah. He was in our conversation last week about rookies. He's back here again for a reason and absolutely my number one spot. No question. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of assume that we would all have Leroy in our number one position. I also have Leroy in my number one position. He's just, it, it it's just one of those things where, like you said, like, Everybody loves him. He has been around so long and he's gotten so close. And, you know, it's not like he necessarily had bad gameplay, but kind of going back to like what Josh said is that he was just loyal to a fault, you know, and that person, unfortunately, that he was loyal to was Johnny Bananas, who, of course, has no loyalty to anybody when it actually comes down to it other than himself. And I think as soon as Leroy started to kind of realize and adapt that gameplay, was when he came back on double agents, you know, and just just the pure confidence that he carried that season in himself. You know, obviously he was really confident because he got super, super lucky with a really good partner. And that's not to say that, like, he didn't carry his own because he absolutely did. I think him and Casey were a perfect match for that, you know, to be partners through that season. They got a bunch of wins. They did really good. And even when they weren't winning, they were in the top. You know, so, yeah, you just you can't argue Leroy. He is literally like and even for the IG polls from the fandom, like with the whole girls, the number one submitted girl, Tori and Cam had the same exact you know number of people submit their names. Leroy was submitted by far more people than any other name was submitted on the men's side. You know, so it's just one of those things where like you can't argue having Leroy at your number one spot for this topic. So I absolutely have Leroy too. The other thing based on just the topic, which is vets to never win. Leroy is the only one male or female who has officially announced their retirement. Therefore he's the only one that can really be in your top spot for vets to have never won because he's not coming back. Right. Right. I know. I hope God, I really, really hope it's one of those things where he's like, you know, Oh, I'm done, whatever, you know, I'll see you guys around. And then in like five seasons, five years, whatever, he like pops back up on a cast list or, you know, shows up on all stars or, you know, again, this is another one of those situations where like, I don't care where I see him. I don't care if it's flagship all stars, if it's spinoff, I don't care. Just put Leroy on my TV. Let me watch him. And yeah, I I love Leroy. So that's, that's definitely where I'm sitting on that. So. Yeah. And I think we're more likely to see him on all stars just because different time frame, like we've mentioned before, but also like it's all stars is not the flagship and it's run differently. And the things that Leroy has said against the flagship have not yet become an issue in all-stars and I don't really perceive them to be an issue in all-stars. And I think that that's more not to say he's not capable at like the flagship because he 100% is, but I think that that's more his speed from a personality standpoint, not from a competitor standpoint. And that's not to say that all-stars are slouches because they're not, No, but I think that's where we'll see him next. If we see him again. 
I, I do agree with that, especially, you know, with the baby on the way, kind of going, you know, going back to the point of it being a shorter film time. I think if we do see Leroy, it's going to be a couple of years because I just I have that feeling that Leroy is going to be, you know, he's going to be one of those dads that wants to be involved. He's not going to want to be gone when the baby's a newborn. He's going to want to be there supporting Cam, late night feedings, diaper changes. You know what I mean? He's going to want to be there for his child's, you know, first steps and first words and all that. So I'm not like if we ever do see Leroy again, I'm not particularly relying on seeing him in the next year or two. I presume that it'll probably be when once, you know, baby gets a little bit older, kind of gets through those firsts, those exciting firsts, because this is his first kid, you know. So um, and that's stuff that, you know, like if you don't really have to miss that and he doesn't, you know, he he is doing well with his barber business, you know, so it's not like he needs to go on the show to make money or anything. So I just don't see him doing it um, until he's ready to be away from the baby. And obviously I don't see him being ready to be away from the baby for a while, but if, and when he does, I am definitely going to be here for it. I like, honestly, I can confidently say that even if CT's on the season, like I will probably be rooting for Leroy just because of like how magical it would be to have him back. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay, CT, you got five. You can get another one down the road. Just let Leroy have this one, okay? Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. So while you guys were all going over that, I went through, broke everything down, and I've got our main list, our top five men and women. Ooh, yeah, let's get it. Now, before I get to that, oh, I'm wait. just – Josh has Go questions. ahead, Josh. I know we're running short on time, but I just want to bring up one person. Let's do that. Bring up your honorable mentions if we haven't mentioned them already. Yeah. Fessy. Okay, so here's my thing. Fessy, Fessy three, three seasons, uh, two finals. Um, we, we do one in Bali. Yeah. Um, look, if honorable mention doesn't make my list. Yeah, he he definitely doesn't he doesn't take anybody off my every single person on this list except for Polly has beating has done better than Fessy in a season. I disliked Fessy on his first season. I'm now at a point where I just play nothing Fessy. He's not on my list, but I don't dislike him as much as I initially did. I just I'm going into the next time that I see him 100 percent neutral and it's up to him to win me over. Right. I am wiping the slate clean, but he is not anywhere near my list right now, but he's also not on just comma, no period. So there's hope. There we go. See, there we go. That was my one and only honorable mention. Does he doesn't make your list though? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Tony? Did you have any other guys that we didn't uh, talk about? Just Brandon. And again, he's just a guy that I want to see back. I want to see how he plays the game now um i always liked him and i always felt that he just never quite found his footing through like and not necessarily through no fault of his own but he just never quite got there and i'd like to see one more kick at the can because i think that i think that he's got some good game in him he's not ruffling my list but i do want to see him back yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's totally understandable. I always thought he was a really good competitor. I want to say, gosh, what season was that? It was cutthroat. And he kept getting, he kept getting thrown into elimination. 
Um, you know, and so he definitely a good competitor. I would love to see him again. And it's some of those older people and he's not even really older. I mean, that was, you know, season 20, but you know, some of the older ish season Mm. people from the older ish seasons where it's just like, why did they stop getting called? You know, like I would have loved to see him continue. So I like that. I, I like Brandon being brought up. Okay, so I'm going to run through this super quick because I know we're short on time. So here we go. Josh's list. Well, everybody's list had Leroy at number one. There was no, it wasn't even close. Leroy at number one. Josh had Devin two, Nelson three, Corey four, Polly five A, Kyle five B. Tony went Leroy one, Kyle two, Devin three, Nelson four, Polly five A, Corey five B. Karina's goes Leroy one. Nelson two, Polly three, Kyle four, Devin five. I go Leroy one, Polly two, Nelson three, Corey four, Devin five, Kyle five B. So once I did all the math and broke it all down, uh, what we come up with for the official list for men is Leroy in number one, Nelson in number two, Devin and Polly tied for three. Ooh. Kyle at four, Corey would be our five B or sixth place. Nice. Um, And then for the women, it was super simple. It was Cam, Tori, one A, one B. You know, I the only reason Tori gets one B is because alphabetical order. They both have the same (laughs) amount. Um, Jenna was a consensus number three across the board. Uh, the only other one was Anissa and Kellyanne. I believe you had Kellyanne at four. Everybody else had her at five with Anissa at four. So that's how it f- finishes out. Anissa yeah. four, Kellyanne five. So nice. It, it's ironic that uh, Leroy and Cam both occupy a <laughs> top spot. Yeah. You know, so power couple. Hey, dude, you know what, though? The, I mean, and I get it. The the funny little, you know, the stupid little phrases, power couple and all that, whatever. But seriously, like when you put those two together in the in the mental aspect of the game, the physical aspect of the game, the social aspect of the game, they just work really well together. Like and I you can tell just by watching their little interactions in the house that their relation, I don't want to say that their relationship functions exactly the same, but that the communication is there just like it is for in the game, you know, it's there for in their relationship and you can kind of see these things, you know, shine through in the show. And it just like shows me how like solid and good of a relationship that they, that they have. And then just seeing, you know, all the, all the amazing things that people have to say about being around them. Like they're just awesome people. And, you know, as much as like, I love everybody else on our list, I definitely think that they are two of the most deserving people who have not won a challenge may never win a challenge. We don't know if Cam will ever come back or Leroy, um, you know, and they definitely deserved it. And they definitely have all the things that it takes to win. Just, you know, it's just about getting it done now. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't really have anything else to add. I think we've gone through. Um, I can't really argue the list. I actually think it's pretty solid once we average yeah. it all out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's a pretty fair shake. Um, does anybody have any real arguments to it? I think no, it's I like, thought it was all. No, go ahead, Tony. I was just going to say, I honestly think it's like best case scenario of the entire conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Josh. No, pretty much the same. There wasn't really a whole lot to argue. There, yeah. we're, it was pretty easy tonight. Yes. We're all on the same page. <laughs> you know what? Fuck y'all. Fessy, number one, most likely to win. Oh, Jesus. You're not on the and podcast anymore. 
I know. I know. You bet I do all the artwork. That's some motherfuckers. Fired. Hey, I have I all would, your five. All I gotta do is drag and drop. I've watched you enough. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So guys, it's getting late here. We're gonna wrap this up. Um yeah. we really want to thank you guys all for spending the last, you know, couple hours listening to us debate <laughs> who the top five people did that deserve to win a championship and, and let us know if you agree or if you disagree oh, if yeah. there's any like positions on this that you're like wtf or if we forgot anybody um you know we we ran a couple of polls over the last week um but obviously not everybody sees those so like if there's anybody we forgot to bring up that you're like hey why the f didn't this person get brought up let us know hit us up on ig on twitter the facebook groups anything like that let us know what you thought of our list let us know if there's anybody's list you agree with more, um, and if you what you think of the overall average list of the fandom uh, top vets to never win. I just want to check in with everyone. Rick, did you talk about season forty? <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up. So, guys, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for Josh to put his headphones back on. Josh, did you talk about Corey Lay? Actually, I think I did. <laughs> Yeah, his name was mentioned. Excellent. And I talked about Jay, so we got Survivor in there. Karina, yep. what is your I talked about? I talked about CT. We're good. Fantastic. We're, yep, we're good. We made, we made the rounds. We hit all our points. <laughs> I'm the only one. Actually, no, I did. Something was said about season 40. I was like, they're going to do it. So, I mentioned yeah. it uh, in relation to Josh because we wanted Josh to make a final so he could be on season 40. You know what? Thank you for the alley-oop. Yep, I love it. My love pleasure. It, so. so, guys... Once again, thank you so much for tuning in, spending the last couple hours listening to us. Like Karina said, let us know what you think. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and throw this up in the group as a poll and on Twitter. And I want to see what the social media results are, if they mirror ours or are we just way the fuck off base? Yeah. Tune in next episode to find out. I'm kidding. We love you. Please <laughs> tune in. For myself, Rick Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina, the one, the only Tony Lance who knows every fucking thing about the challenge now and Survivor. And then, damn, I can't even, I don't even know what words to say about Josh that haven't already been said. Gentleman, a scholar, humble and lovable, Josh motherfucking Chambers. Oh Good night. God. Good night, Bye. motherfuckers. <laughs> Bye. Bye.